Hi, this is Jason King, and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. Today, it is an honor to do a question and answer session with President Pro Tempore of the Indiana State Senate, Senator Rod Bray. Senator, thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. My first question really is, um, from a personal standpoint, what led you to politics? You know, I've always enjoyed politics, and I've always enjoyed public policy. I have a, a little history in my family of politics. I'm not the first person to hold office, and so I was able to be around it as a child. And uh, at the end of the day, it's just I really like to think about, discuss, and make public policy. So when the opportunity came up to uh, to run for office, I decided to do it, and uh, I've enjoyed it every day since. It really is fascinating. I, I love how you have an interest and you represent us so well in Indiana. So again, it's an honor to, to meet with you. So really my second question is, now that your first session as Senate Pro, President Pro Tem has concluded, what would be your reflections on the session as a whole? You know, I learned a lot during the legislative session. Of course, I've, been, I've had seven legislative sessions so far. This was my first as the president pro tem, and it is vastly different than, than my responsibilities before. Uh, prior to that, you file bills that uh, you feel passionate about, and I chaired the Judiciary Committee, which I enjoyed very much. Uh, but when you're president pro tem, you don't file any bills, and you don't chair any committees that actually ever meet. It's a very different process. You, uh, you appoint members to the committees, you appoint the chairman. All of the bills, all of the hundreds of bills that get filed, in any legislative session are uh, been assigned to committees by myself as that as the president pro tem of the senate and then you run the back office piece of it too including the employees and things of that nature so it's a very exceptionally busy time uh, and the other thing that you do and this is what i really enjoy is you try and keep an eye on the policy and the, the bills are working their way through the legislative session really from a ten thousand foot viewpoint because as i said don't file any or author any bills of my own, uh, but I do have a hand in a lot of them, including uh, with the budget, which was the biggest bill that we passed this year, obviously, to fund the state's, the state's business for the, next, for the next two years. And so I learned a lot about what those responsibilities were. I learned a lot about how you effectively run the Senate from the start of the session that happened in January all the way to the end when we finally concluded and tried to finish up our bills right at the end of April of this year and uh, uh, it was a rewarding experience, exceptionally busy time, but I uh, feel pretty pleased about um, about the way we finished up and some of the bigger uh, projects that we had first and foremost again was the was the budget and trying to adequately fund our kindergarten through 12th grade education process. That's a huge part of Indiana's business. It's more than 50% of a $35 billion budget and so getting that right is absolutely um, uh, paramount. And uh, we worked together with members in the House and members from the other, other, other side of the aisle, a different party, and uh, in the governor's office as, as well. And at the end of the day, we were able to complete our work five days before our deadline came up, which was kind of a rewarding uh, uh, result, actually. So uh, we'll continue to learn and, uh, and, uh, and uh, try and do better and continue to improve the state as we go forward. But I think the first legislative session that we had with me as President Pro Tem went fairly well. I was, uh, like I said on my last podcast, I was able to spend um, at least one day a week in 2017 during that session. I was with Representative Clear, and I, 
I'm not sure that people totally understand how busy you all are. It is amazing uh, how you just go from one committee to the other. Sometimes you're presenting in two different places at a time and there's a lot of negotiating as far as doing uh, pre presenting in one place. And it's just, it, it's it's fascinating. So if anybody has a chance to get up to the state house during the next session and um, really take a part and, and to fully understand. It is really amazing to watch as these um, ladies and gentlemen, as they work, I can't even imagine in your newest role, how even more complex and how um, that much busier you really are. So with that being said, uh, what is your vision for health policy um, to make Indiana a healthier state moving forward? Well, there's no question at all that that needs to be a priority for us moving forward. and. As everybody knows, Indiana lags behind most other states in a lot of the uh, a lot of the measurable uh, health care um, uh, elements that are out there. Um, it's obesity, diabetes, things of that nature cause us real problems here in the Hoosier State. And we need to be able to find out um, why that is and, and, and begin to fix it. There are a couple of things that we discussed this last legislative session that will help in that regard, although they didn't necessarily get passed. And I'll discuss a couple of those things and then a couple of other ideas that we have to kind of begin to, uh, to continue to look at it. One issue that got a lot of conversation, but again did not pass, is um, adding an extra smoking tax to cigarettes. The discussion kind of centered around the idea of adding another $2 per pack to cigarettes. And the idea, of course, is not necessarily to raise revenue, although adding $2 a pack would raise some revenue, at least initially. But the main reason for that policy discussion is that it is, evidence shows that if you raise it by a big, a large amount, $2 being a large amount, then people will two good things happen. One, people stop smoking because they've hit a pain threshold that they no longer wish to pay and so they'll work really hard at getting off of cigarettes. And the other thing that is uh, a good result is that younger people seeing the price tag will never start smoking in the first place. And as it has been explained to me, smoking is one of the main reasons that Indiana lags behind in so many of these uh, uh, measurable health care statistics. And if we can begin to get Hoosiers off of cigarettes, then we begin to move ourselves up into a healthier state. So that's a, that's a big piece. There's lots of reasons that it didn't pass, and, uh, but we'll continue. That issue will come back next year. And, uh, and sooner or later, before very long, I think that's something that uh, the legislator will, legislature will coalesce around to say, yes, we need to do this. It's a good step in moving our, our state in the right direction. But, you know, legislators are hesitant, first of all, to add any tax because it's a, something that, that Hoosier taxpayers would have to pay. And so, um, and they also there's a big debate as to exactly how that extra money will be spent. Obviously, it should be spent, in my opinion at least, on health care issues and trying to make Indiana um, a, a healthier state. Some of the other issues that are also centered around smoking and or vaping are moving the smoking age and or the vaping age to age 21 rather than 18, where it is right now. And uh, the, other, the other discussion that we had at length, again, didn't nothing finalized with it this year. And it's not unusual for a bill to take three or four or five sessions before uh, it actually becomes a law after it's been filed because it takes a lot of debate to get people to coalesce around a specific idea and specific language. But the other idea 
is that um, you, know, you, you move those ages to 21 and then also vaping. The question is, is it the same as smoking? Does it have the same health concerns as smoking? And should we add that uh, vaping tax that is going to be consistent with the smoking tax as well? So those are things that we think a lot about right now. And, uh, you know, the other thing that we need to be doing as far as healthcare goes is taking a look at some of the other states and what they're doing to um, uh, in healthcare that are, is being more effective than us. We don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel every time. We can look around at different states where we're maybe 45th in a category and we find a state that's one, two, three, four, or five, and we just ask, all right, what are you doing to help in obesity? Or what are you doing to help in the world of diabetes? And then um, uh, we can kind of work on copying, copying that. So those are a few ideas. There are lots of other things that we need to be doing in order to help our health care. And again, in, in my opinion, it's one of the more important things that we can be doing for the state of Indiana. Um, uh, but it takes time, and it takes um, a long time to coalesce with 150 legislators around certain ideas. We'll keep trying to move that forward, though. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you touching on the cigarette taxes. That has been a large focus of my previous podcast. Um, I had just said in the previous podcast um, that Illinois is actually raising it by a dollar uh, per pack starting on July 1st, which will bring them up to $2.98 um, per pack on the taxes. And I know that um, Indiana right now is at $0.95 cents, uh, per pack. So I was saying last week that uh, to buy a pack of cigarettes in Chicago is will be $8.16 or something around that. Um, so I appreciate you continuing to work on that. Um, again, as far as health policy, that is something that we want to continue to lift up. So any final uh, closing comments from you? I just appreciate the chance to have this conversation. And as we uh, look across the state, we're going to be looking at uh, uh, health care issues this summer in great detail. Um, some of the issues that we've discussed already, but also just the rising cost of health care and the rising cost of prescriptions and see if there are things that we can do in the state of Indiana to, to help with that as well. Well, again, Senator Bray, I thank you so much for spending this time with me. I appreciate all of the work that you do for our fellow Hoosiers. And as always, if you want to get more involved in advocacy and you're looking for help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org, and I will gladly help you become more involved. If, there, if there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. And as always, as a unified team, together, we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.